Merry Christmas, y'all. Welcome to Family with Family, a mindful discussion of wholesome fare. My name is Jackson Harper, and joining me for this discussion, as always, is my mother, Patricia Ann Stover Harper. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> so if you're hearing this, this is a little holiday bonus, we'll call it. This will come out on Christmas Day. I know uh, maybe some of you celebrate other holidays, and we wish you a joyous time, no matter what you celebrate. Uh, we personally are Christmas people. And so we thought we would do just a little special episode to uh, celebrate the day. So how is your Christmas going? Ha 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 Or should no. we say ho ho ho? Should you tell? Did you, we're recording you this before Christmas. So yes. And should you tell the people that we're in the same house this time? We are in the same house, but we are not in the same room. No, we decided to try out our new microphones. Yeah. So Santa came early and uh, brought us some microphones. So uh going forward not the rest of this season but starting next season and in this episode we will have better sound quality for y'all yes <laughs> <laughs> so we got a movie that we're gonna get to uh but first we thought we would just uh talk a little bit around it and uh talk about some of our favorite christmas movies since this is the first time we're doing one of these holiday bonus episodes so, Mom, what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? I made a list. Okay. Did you check it twice? I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> and the thing is, is I actually just finished watching a, a Christmas movie that I always enjoyed, but I hadn't seen in a long time, and I cried. Okay. Like a lot. Okay. Number one, I guess the one that I've watched more than any other Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Sure. I I forget what year it was made. 1946. 46. Yes. Right after World War II mm -hmm. and um, stars Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. And I just, I love that movie. It is one of the all-time great classic movies, for sure. But as Jackson pointed out, very little of the movie is about Christmas. <laughs> it's just that the that the main point of the movie takes place at Christmas. And yes. it's really a precious story of a family in New England. Uh, another favorite of mine is, and you'll probably say the same ones, a version of A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott playing mm -hmm. Ebenezer Scrooge. And that was a made-for-TV movie, what, back in the 80s? I think it's from 84, I want to say. Okay, okay so... I saw it before you did then. Yeah. Since you I mean, would, would remember on, things in 1984. Yeah. I mean, it used to show on TV a lot back in the 80s. It probably still does on some stations, but I don't know. But it is, I think, pound for pound, the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol. As far as being close to the book and being really well done. Because it's a made-for-TV movie, but it feels very cinematic. It does. Mm -hmm. And... On, in that same vein, before you were way before you were born, Albert Finney played Ebenezer Scrooge in a musical uh, production called Scrooge. And yeah. I love that movie. It's a lot of fun. It makes some very strange choices with the story here and there, but it's it's definitely a lot of fun. And Albert Finney is just, he plays a very weird version of Scrooge. <laughs> Home Alone. 
Home Alone. Yes, Probably that's the one most of my popular mo- Christmas movie of all times. You <laughs> have probably, to say yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, both versions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maureen O'Hara, I love. She's one of my favorite actresses, so mm-hmm. I love the old version of that. One that you have probably never seen, The Shop Around the Corner, which is the original form of You've Got Mail. But The Shop Around the Corner is from maybe 1940 or something like that. It actually, the whole movie takes place during Mm -hmm. the Christmas time. A Hallmark movie, The Christmas Card. I bet I've watched (laughs) it 20 times. Is that the one with Betty White? No. No. Okay. No. No. Edward Asner. Ed, Edward. Okay. Not Edward. Yeah. Edward Asner. Yeah. And I can't remember the other actors. Who names. has played Santa Claus in multiple movies, I believe. And uh, I just watched A Christmas Visitor, which is an old Hallmark movie and really a well done film. Mm-hmm. Very sentimental and sweet. And I'm going to just mention two more. Okay. Silent Night a 2002 movie that takes place during the battle of the bulge where they retell the telling or the story of a Christmas Eve truce between troops, but that actually happened in world war one, but this retelling takes place in world war two, but it's really good. Mm -hmm. Linda Hamilton is the star of that. And then the one that we loved grow when you were growing up, which is really dumb. The night <laughs> they saved Christmas with Jacqueline Smith. <laughs> yeah, one of Charlie's angels. Yes, um, one of Charlie's angels. <laughs> and of course, Art Carney as a delightfully grumpy Santa Claus. I know, who hates who, the song Jingle Bells. Yeah, he gets so cranky every yeah. time the elves sing and Jingle Paul Bells. Paul Williams, the musician. Yeah. Uh, plays his chief elf you know Mm -hmm. it's really a cute movie and if you haven't seen it you must see it (laughs) there there there's danger in it too of the north pole being almost blow up santa claus yeah Yeah, they're gonna blow up santa claus but it's really (laughs) funny but it's not it's not a very good quality movie but it's fun to watch yeah so that's my list Okay, I didn't, make a, I didn't make a list. I, you know, several of the ones you mentioned, obviously, It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Carol, Scrooge, Home Alone. Those are all way near the top of my list, but I'll mention a few others. I really love The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And that's a series that has its ups and downs. The first one is by far the best one. Second one has its moments. The third one is Garbage. And then the TV series, I only watched the first season. It it was okay. Let me see. I like Jingle All the Way a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've seen that one. That one is really, really dumb, but it's just pure slapstick, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Arnold Schwarzenegger, always delightful as far as I'm concerned. And then Sinbad, of course. (laughs) He really steals the movie as a crazed postal worker. (laughs) Let me think. Well, I mean, Elf. You can't not mention Elf. It's a modern classic. And um, honestly, the movie we're talking about tonight uh, has become a new favorite of mine. It only came out four years ago, but I've watched it multiple times since then, including getting ready for this. And and in a lot of ways, it's very similar to Elf. 
and we don't have to unpack that too much. But why don't you tell our listeners the movie that we're talking about tonight? Tonight we're talking about Noelle, mm-hmm. N-O-E-L-L-E, <laughs> as being her name, um, Noelle Claus. Kringle. Kringle. Noelle yeah. Kringle. <laughs> 2019 Disney fantasy about the daughter of Santa Claus, who's who is grieving the loss of her dad and her brother has been named, you know, the new Santa Claus and he's the heir to the job and he's reluctant. He doesn't want to do it. So the annex in this are really cute. And uh, I, I enjoyed the film very much. All right. I guess that can get us into our first official segment, which is called Character Counts, wherein mom lists all the characters like we're reading the playbill. So take it away. I'm listing just the major characters. Noelle, played by Anna Kendrick. I had never seen her in a film. She is delightful. Mm. Yes. Nick, her brother, played by Bill Hader. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elf Polly steals the show, played (laughs) by the veteran actress Shirley MacLaine. Uh, Jake, I didn't write down who the, who is the actor, but he's a I private, don't actually know his name. Private no. detective, Mrs. Kringle, who is a very demure mom. She's yeah. just really, I I don't know how else. Well, to that's describe her. that's Julie Haggerty. She's very good at playing demure moms. Oh, she's she's <laughs> really, really good in this. And then the mall manager, Helen Rojas, mm-hmm. and then Alex, the private detective's son. And then, of course, there's Gabriel Kringle, who is the he's the IT guy at the North Pole. And he accidentally has to get named to the role of Santa Claus. He he almost ruins Christmas. He does. He tries to ruin it. He wants to use Amazon Prime for delivery instead of the sleigh. But it's it's really a very clever, clever Mm-hmm. in the plot and the uh execution of it okay plus we have to name the computer generated characters eight reindeer and snow cone <laughs> snow cone being the baby reindeer who is quite adorable oh absolutely <laughs> adorable all right well who is your favorite character well my favorite character in the movie is not noel oh okay it's Polly, <laughs> played by Shirley MacLaine. She's never been one of my favorite actresses, but I tell you what, she can really get into a part. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does this one very well. Yeah, and she's my, very grouchy. and <laughs> I know. It's just like, the what's the movie with uh, Julia Roberts? Steel Magnolias. Oh, okay. She's the same kind of a character as in Steel Magnolias. She's a grouch. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, my favorite computer-generated character is Snow Cone. <laughs> well, that leaves. I am actually. Oh, okay. Go oh, ahead. Your favorite. Oh, you're you're gonna say. Okay, <laughs> go. Well, what were you about to say? I was afraid you were gonna skip your favorite character. No. Oh, okay. No, I was just gonna say I finally get to pick the main characters as my favorite character. I love Noel. We've talked about this on the show before i love a character who is just unabashedly joyful and someone who's just not gonna let anything get them down and noelle is a perfect example 
Jeez. This is where you can kind of get into the similarities to Elf because Buddy the Elf is a very similar type of person. He just and she just wants to bring Christmas spirit and joy and jolliness, as she likes to say, to everyone she meets. But I also I think Anna Kendrick, she's a she's a good enough actor to where she can play the the sadness of the character just as well. She doesn't let that overwhelm her performance. She's still most of the movie. She's very upbeat, but there is that little undercurrent of sadness because like, as we said, uh, this movie is kind of about a grieving family Mm -hmm. because this is the first Christmas without the Santa Claus that they're used to, you know, dad or husband or whoever. I do want to mention, though, I mean, we can talk about some of the other characters. I really like Nick. And part of that's just because I like Bill Hader a lot. I used to watch him on Saturday Night Live, and I've watched his show Barry on HBO. And he's a really, really talented actor that is known for comedy, but he can play a lot of different notes. Is there any other characters that you'd like to talk about? No, I guess we covered them because I, I really do <laughs> like Noel. I just, I just can, I just have to have really enjoyed Shirley MacLaine in her yeah. part as Elf Polly, Nana. Mm-hmm. She's the nanny. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's get into our next segment then, which is called Scene Selections, where we each pick three scenes to skip to if we're watching the DVD. This is not on DVD. This is a Disney Plus movie. So, uh, Mom, why don't you go ahead and talk about your first scene? Okay, my first favorite scene. A little precursor to that. Nick, the reluctant Nick, is just really not getting it as mm-hmm. since he's been named Santa. I mean, he already knew he was going to inherit the Santa because at the very beginning of the movie, Santa, their dad, before he... Uh, five months before he dies, he's come home on Christmas Eve and given Nick his Santa hat. So, I mean, he knows he's going into training, but mm-hmm. after dad dies, the, the Santa training is not going well. So mm-hmm. um, mom comes to Polly, I mean, to Noel and tells her, you know, or, and may, who else comes to her and says, you've got to help him. I mean, it's mostly, it's mostly Mrs. Kringle. Yeah. Well, her job in the North Pole, since she's not Santa and she's not an elf and she's not Mrs. Kringle, her job is to be an encourager. Mm-hmm. And so they tell her she's going to have to get her act together and get him <laughs> trained. So she goes and gets the huge Santa book. Okay. And yeah. it's like, it's like the Merriam Webster dictionary, <laughs> the big version. We used to have one. Do you remember that? Yeah. The huge, that's what it looks like. Huge. I think I actually have that old dictionary. I think I still have it. Do you really? I think so. I didn't know where it was. Um, Anyway, so in her, she's so gentle and joyful. She Mm -hmm. approaches Nick in a joyful way and just is constantly encouraging. And she doesn't criticize him when he messes up because he says he just doesn't get it. He doesn't know how to tell if they're naughty and nice he doesn't know how to figure out what they want for christmas he doesn't know how to go down the chimney so she gets flashcards out and (laughs) tries to teach him how to tell if somebody's naughty or nice 
and by looking at a picture to tell what they want for Christmas. She does chimney lessons with him. She tries to go over languages with him. She tries to do uh, reindeer lessons with him. And all the while, the other elves are over them, bringing out <laughs> fake snow. Yeah. She's like a cheerleader. She's great job, buddy. That looks great. You okay? <laughs> and he says, no, when he's falling down a chimney. <laughs> Finally, Nick says he wants to be warm. Yeah. He's just really tired of being cold. And she says, I know you're stressed. I know you're stressed. What you need is a break. Yeah. So she says, what you need to do is find someplace warm to go and go for the weekend, not mm -hmm. move there, but go for the weekend. But that's the end of that scene. <laughs> well, like I said, Noel is unabashedly joyful. And, you know, very early on, she really wants to be Santa. Oh, yeah. It's all she's ever wanted in her whole life. But she is willing to accept this role of just helping her brother be the best Santa. And not only is he not good at it, but you can tell his heart is not in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he loves his family. He's just not cut out to do this job. And it's very clear that she is, but that's something that, you know, she has to figure out how to navigate. So my first scene that I want to talk about, this idea leads into that. Uh, after he runs off to Phoenix and the sleigh comes back without him, you know, Noel has to go and look for him because she figures out that's where he's gone based on there's a page torn out of a magazine. And because that's part of it, too, is, is she wanted magazine. She wanted him, him to bring her back some magazines because that's her favorite thing in the world. She tracks him down to Phoenix. She takes Polly with her. <laughs> Polly doesn't want to go, but she's sort of forced into it. And um, she hires a private investigator, Jake to help her find her brother. And they start looking around and they come to this homeless shelter because if you're looking for someone who's missing, that's one of the first places. You'll check the hospitals, you'll check the shelters, that sort of stuff. And she comes across this woman and her daughter. They're just sitting at a table drawing pictures together. And uh, she says hello to the little girl and the mother's like, she can't hear you. And... Part of the whole thing with Santa is Santa's supposed to understand all languages. That's one of the like special magic powers that Santa has. And we've seen this in movies before. Both versions of Miracle on 34th Street do this, where uh, in the first one, he talks to a little Dutch girl. In the uh, remake, he uses sign language. And Noel starts signing to the girl. And Noel is just as surprised as anyone else to find that she knows sign language. Uh, this, in conjunction with a couple other scenes, there's a scene earlier than this where the private investigator is needs a cell phone, and she points to a guy on the street, and she's like, he'll loan you his cell phone. He's nice. And sure enough, he goes over, and this is after a couple other people have said, no, we're not going to loan you my cell phone. Uh, and this guy immediately does. He's like, okay, fine. This and a couple other scenes. They leads you down this trail of oh noel is the one that can do this it's not clear in the movie whether or not it's because she's just destined to have these 
abilities or it's because her heart is more in it than her brother. But that's that's the part I like is not the fact that she can do this, but the fact that she keeps being surprised that she can do this because she's not supposed to be able to, but she can. So what's your next scene? This is where I talk about my little snow cone. (laughs) Snow cone is computer generated baby reindeer. They're in Phoenix and she finds Nick once at the yoga place, but yeah. It's closed and they've gone to a yoga. He's gone somewhere else and she can't find him. And she's desperate to get him to go back to the North Pole. Because Snow Cone has arrived from the North Pole. He didn't come when they came with the sleigh. But her mother sent Snow Cone with a message that things were very, very bad at the North Pole. And so <laughs> the message she, is really funny, too. <laughs> it is. It's very <laughs> She's funny. She's like, although you've been immature and childish and selfish, and it's like all this. <laughs> I know. It, it, it has to make her feel bad. But she overlooks that, and she realizes she needs to find him. And she realizes that Snow Cone found her. Mm-hmm. So surely Snow Cone can find uh, Nick. But mm-hmm. Snow Cone is a reindeer. She says, this isn't going to do. And she dresses this computer generated thing up to look like a dog. She puts a bandana on it and <laughs> fake reindeer antlers. So nobody can see the real little nubby antlers. It's a leash on it. And what's so cute about it is Snow Cone, which is not, I hate to even talk about something that's computer generated, but they It's did. still a character. I know. And they, the animators or whatever you want to call it, did such a good job of making you feel like it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's running down the street and all proud to be on the leash. And then <laughs> all of a sudden it gets, he gets the whiff of hot chocolate and peppermint. And this yeah. little reindeer dog <laughs> takes <laughs> off. And goes to a bus stop bench and mm-hmm. jumps up on it and stands his ground and lets Noel know that this is the last place that Nick was. Noel just can't hardly believe that he's right because Nick isn't there. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden a bus pulls up and it's going to the botanical gardens where they're having a yoga meeting or a yoga <laughs> convention. And so Noel she gets on the bus and realizes that snow cone has got it together. But it, the reason I like the scene is just cause it's so cute. There's nothing deep about it or anything. Yeah. It's just really cute. Yeah. I should just say it's a yoga retreat. Okay, <laughs> I don't I think couldn't. anybody would call it a yoga convention. Sorry. I couldn't <laughs> think it's almost my bedtime. Oh, I goodness know it's gracious. I know I'm sleepy. I didn't have much sleep last night. Okay, yoga retreat. Well, I didn't want to talk about the yoga retreat, but I do want to talk about where she first tracks him down and he's teaching the class. Jake, the private detective, has tracked down a Nick Kay who's teaching a Christmas-themed yoga class. And so they go to the studio and and she sneaks in the back. And and as soon as Nick sees her, he flips out. He's so happy to see her. (laughs) He just screams and... And uh, takes her into the next room where there's just like a little beaded curtain. And he's like, you have to be quiet. We can't let them hear this. And he's, he shuts the little beaded <laughs> curtain as if that's going to keep out the, the sound. 
she keeps telling him, she's like, you have to come back. Gabe is ruining Christmas. He said there's only 2,837 good children in the whole world. <laughs> and he's trying to use Amazon Prime to ship the presents. And he's like, Noel, I, I'm never going back. I can't pretend to be something that I'm not. I can't be Santa. She's like, you have to. And she tries to tell him, I know what it's like to be a Kringle. I know the pressure that you're under. And she and he says, no, you don't. Nobody expects anything from you. All you do is make Christmas cards and cut ribbon. Nobody expects you to be Santa. And it really cuts her because it's sort of true. Nobody expects anything from Noel. They just want her to spread Christmas cheer or whatever that means. And I, the scene doesn't go on too much from there. He says something about admiring her Shakti, her female energy. And she gets really mad at him and she tries to storm out, but she's not good at being angry. <laughs> so she, at this point, they're sort of yelling at each other. She blows out a candle. That's her act of rage. And all the people in the yoga studio are like, because oh! <laughs> he says, that's a really big deal in here. <laughs> But that, yeah, it's hard to believe that somebody's active rage could be blowing out a candle. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. That is a hysterical scene. But it hammers home the point is that she's just had so low expectations from everyone around her. Mm -hmm. Even though when she suggested he get away for the weekend and he didn't come back, everybody blamed her. Mm -hmm. everybody at the North Pole was really angry with her. They were not letting her, not, not giving her hot cocoa and not giving her her Kringle discount, and, <laughs> you know, talking bad about her behind her back and everything, calling her like a spoiled little princess, basically. So what's your next scene? Well, it's not too long after this. Um, she does get uh, Nick to come back to the shopping center and, I, she's trying to talk him into going back to the North Pole with her to help her because the mother has written this desperate letter. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to bleed into one of your scenes. Well, back no, the, because back at the shopping center, he she wants him to just practice being Santa. Mm -hmm. the, the Santa they hired hasn't shown up yet. And so um, he sits down and he's really woefully bad at it. She's the one who can <laughs> understand the foreign languages and he can't he can't see what's going on with the little kids who are coming to sit on his lap, but a fight ensues when the Santa shows up and she kicks mm -hmm. a policeman and she gets <laughs> hauled off to a mental hospital mm -hmm. first jail and then a mental hospital. And Polly realizes she has got to take things into her own hands. And she goes to visit Jake, the private detective. And I love this scene. It's just real short. Well, um, we should add real quick that Noel at this point has told Jake the truth. Yes, but he doesn't that believe she's her. from the North Pole and her father was Santa Claus and she yes. needs to get back and that sort of thing. But Polly comes in there and she wants Jake to go break Noel out. And then they're going to get the sleigh and take every them back to the North Pole to try to set things right with Gabriel. But she sits down, she says, she knows that Noel has told him that who she is. And uh, he said, I tend to only believe what I can see. 
Mm-hmm. And so she pulls up her headband and shows her pointy ear and he goes, oh, you need to get that fixed. And then <laughs> what she says next is what is the part that I love. Can you see love? Can you see sorrow? Can you see joy? Is there anything realer than those things, than the love you have for your son? But that's not something you can see. And he gets the point and he agrees to go help break Noel out. But I just, the way Shirley MacLaine delivers that, Mm -hmm. it it helps you think about, no, there are a lot of things that are real. We can't see, but they're Mm -hmm. real. I just thought that was very charming. Yeah. Well, that leads into my last scene and then we'll get into the ending of the movie. Noelle is in the mental ward and she's got to go see the therapist and uh, the therapist, you know, starts asking her questions. It's like, so, uh, you know, who do you think you are and stuff like not like, you know, in a mean way, <laughs> who do you think you are? It's not like that. But you know what I've been saying? You know, why are you in here? Well, because I kicked a policeman, which isn't illegal where I'm from, because we don't have policemen. <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm from the North Pole and my dad is Santa Claus or was Santa Claus. And he's like, you're going to start laughing at me now. Therapist is like, no, I'm not going to laugh at you. I have a patient that I'm treating that thinks they're the tooth fairy and another one that thinks they're Mother Nature and one that thinks they're Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) To which Noel's like, Frosty's here? No, 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 no. He couldn't survive in Phoenix. (laughs) He won't even go indoors (laughs) at home. He's afraid of fireplaces drama queen (laughs) (laughs) but then you start to get to the heart of how noelle is feeling she wants to finally be able to do something right and not just for herself she wants to do right by her family and all the children of the world you know she wants to do something unselfish and good and that's of course when jake shows up he takes her into well, the security guard takes her in another room. Jake is there. And uh, all is revealed. The sleigh shows up with Polly and Nick and Snow Cone and all the reindeer. And they're ready to fly Noel off to the North Pole. So Jake's confidence in Noel is rewarded because <laughs> mm-hmm. he gets to finally see the sleigh. And then the therapist comes in there and passes out when she sees it. Uh, yeah, it's really just more about Noel saying you know, this was her chance to prove she wasn't just the spoiled princess. You know, she had something else to prove. And I, that leads us really into the end of the movie. So why don't you start talking about that and maybe I'll pick it up. So they get in the sleigh and, and the three people and the little snow cone go back to the North Pole where everybody has gathered. And Nick is he he goes into there and um, he says, there is somebody who can be Santa Claus, but it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's Noel. She has what it takes. She has the twinkle. She can do the languages. I don't think he says all that, but no. he just explains that it's not him that's supposed to be Santa. It's her. And they have a fit. And they say, but we can't have a girl. But then yeah. they realize real quick that they can have a girl. And yeah. They name her Santa Claus. Well, what they say is that they they have this thing called the Christmas Covenant. And that's the the document that has made the Kringles Mm -hmm. Santa Claus for the past 2000 years or whatever. 
they've always thought that it said that Santa Claus has to be a male Kringle. It doesn't even say that. It's just mm-hmm. a tradition that they've blindly adhered to. The real qualification to be Santa is someone who can inspire us with the Christmas spirit. And so they asked Noel to get up and inspire them. And she gets up and she gives this beautiful speech about how, you know, when she was out in the world for the first time, she's never left the North Pole before. And she has observed that Christmas is not a happy time for everyone. And she talks about the woman in the homeless shelter with the, with the deaf daughter and how she's been out of work and but her daughter her christmas wish is for her mom to be able to find a job and then she talks about the the mall manager helen who tries to spread fun and music during the holidays even though she doesn't have anybody to spend christmas with herself and she talks about alex and jake and how alex is this big-hearted kid who misses his dad because jake and his ex-wife they're divorced and so this is their first Christmas having to sort of navigate this new family situation and how Jake is so dedicated to being able to spend time with his son, but he doesn't feel like he can because their situation has changed. And she says, I always thought Christmas was about presents and I like presents just as much as anyone. And Polly gives her a look and she says, okay, more. Yeah, I like that. But maybe... Christmas is not about the presents we get, but it's about the presents we give, the presence of love and understanding. And that's when everybody in there, they're, they're wiping tears out of their eyes and they finally decide to make her Santa. But that's not really where the movie ends. I think a lesser yeah. movie would end there. And then the next scene would just be her being Santa. But now she has to actually go out and be Santa. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I think you're doing a really great job. No, but I can't just say everything. Okay. You have right. to talk too. Well, <laughs> she, it it's Christmas Eve and she gets the suit and it's way too big. You know, it doesn't fit. And they remind her that when she fits it, it'll fit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she's going about and she's missed Greece and she's forgotten some stuff and she goes into a family that doesn't celebrate Christmas and it's just been kind of disastrous. She uses someone's bathroom. Yes, she she gets attacked by a dog. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Bone bone. Yeah. Bone bone. Isn't it bone bone? Yeah, it's a little French boy and his big dog. Calls his dog because she's a girl. (laughs) Yeah. Then she ends up back at the homeless shelter Mm -hmm. where Michelle and her is it Michelle's the little girl? Michelle is the girl. I don't remember the mother's name. It just says the mother, yeah. you know, and that's where it turns. And you should take it from here because you'll do it better than I do. Well, Michelle wakes up and they start talking in sign language. Mm-hmm. And Michelle signs Merry Christmas, Santa. And this is after she's already talked about what if a little kid sees me and doesn't believe I'm Santa because I'm a girl. And this has happened earlier in the night. And he sicked her, sicked his dog on her. But as soon as Michelle sees her, she just immediately Merry Christmas, Santa. And then everybody in the shelter, they mm-hmm. wake up and they all <laughs> getting a little choked up. 
they all start just saying Merry Christmas, Santa. And she walks, you know, she leaves the presents, walks out of the room, and the suit changes to fit her because she's very tiny. <laughs> it's really sweet. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, and then you know, there's a little bit at the end where, you know, it shows the next Christmas and she's she's in charge at the North Pole. She's walking around. She's she's fully Santa now. But I like that the movie takes that extra sequence to establish that it, it just it wasn't going to happen right away. She has to she has to believe. Well, after the suit shrinks, she realizes she'll go back and fix the stuff that kind of got messed up. Right. And then she goes and she takes Jake. Alex's, Al, the little boy, Jake's little boy, his only no. wish is to spend Christmas with his dad. Yeah. And so the last thing she does for the evening is to take Jake to his, uh, to spend Christmas with his little boy. And her, mm-hmm. his mother and a stepfather so they can go to a Chinese restaurant <laughs> and have green and red egg rolls. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and then she she goes home and she's at peace with who she is. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Yeah. OK, well, that gets us into our next segment, which is called Lessons Learned, where we talk about um, just what the movie makes us think about and feel and all of that. So why don't you go ahead and start us off here? Well, I think the main thing that it makes you realize is that you can't always live up to other people's expectations. You have to make your own way in the world, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's the main point of the movie. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, especially with their families. Maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of people Maybe their family doesn't have certain expectations, but it can feel that way. In Noelle's case, they definitely have certain expectations of her that she has to do away with. But in her case, they were low expectations. Very low expectations. Yeah, they didn't expect. They expected her to make cards and encourage people. And they They expected way too much of Nick. Yes, who wasn't prepared at all to be Santa. Has that ever? Have you ever felt like that's happened with you, where people had? certain expectations that were just unrealistic one way or the other? Well, it's been a long time since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I can't, It maybe it was the other way around that maybe I felt like too much was expected. Mm-hmm. Of course, I grew up in a very poor family mm-hmm. and I wasn't expected really to do much of anything to tell you the truth. Yeah. But um, I, I can't say that that I ever felt like there were too many expectations placed upon me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's more true since I've been an adult than yeah. when I was a kid. Do you I mean, feel that way? Eh, there are times when I've felt that way in my life. And I'm not saying that it's anybody's fault. Sometimes it, it's self-imposed. It might be. I really don't know. It's a very difficult thing to navigate when you're trying to figure out what other people expect from you, what you expect from yourself, all of that. I um, think the most important thing is just to do your best in whatever you're called to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes what you're meant to do is not what anybody expected. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is very clear. It says, 
whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. So yeah, that's the best motto in whatever you do. I think one of the other things about this movie, and they don't hit this very hard, and we briefly mentioned it earlier, but this is a movie about a grieving family. Mm-hmm. And she has to navigate all those emotions And she also has to realize that this Christmas, it's hard for her because she's lost her dad, but it's hard for all these other people as well. And that's something that a lot of people talk about it more than they used to, about how Christmas especially is a tough time for people. And I think that's something we always have to be mindful of. If you wish someone a Merry Christmas, you don't necessarily know how that's going to hit them. That's a good point. And people talk about it a lot with, for example, like Mother's Day or Father's Day is another good example because people who have maybe recently lost one of their parents or don't have a good relationship with their parents for one reason or another, and they'll see like all these Mother's Day and Father's Day posts on Facebook Mm -hmm. where people do have a good relationship with their parents or their parents are still all of that. And it can be very isolating for the people that don't have that. That's true. And so I think it would behoove us to be mindful that just because we're having a Merry Christmas does not mean somebody else is. Well, that brings up something. When I was when I was a child and um, I would go to school after Christmas and they would go around the room and say, what did you get for Christmas? Mm. I just wanted to squirm in my seat. Right. It was really hard. I think that's a very tacky thing to do. I hope they don't still do stuff like that in school, but yeah, they did it when I was in school Mm -hmm. and it's just not a cool thing to do. Yeah. Anytime in school where you ask a kid to tell the whole class what's going on in their life, (laughs) that's not a good idea No, because you don't know what is going on. It's true. And I think that leads into the final lesson that the movie has for us is that the the best gift that we can give someone is love and understanding. Amen. And, th- and that brings it out. They say that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's very thing. directly stated in the movie. Yes. Very directly stated. And that's that's how we can approach Christmas. I know that we have certain things that we that we espouse as people who celebrate christmas maybe not all of our listeners do but if there is one thing that i think we can all agree on is that christmas can be a time to spark joy in other people and there are a lot of different ways that you can do that part of it yeah sure buy someone a gift that's great but if you can just meet someone where they are with love and understanding that's something you can't see but it's so much more real than any of the things you can go buy at target correct yeah you just didn't add (laughs) i'm not saying go shop at target if anything i'm saying don't go shop at target (laughs) okay (laughs) give someone love and understanding instead (laughs) well and it's really really important to remember people who are having a hard time, mm-hmm. especially at this time of year, because mm-hmm. there are people who are alone. 
Yeah. Show them love and understanding. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> ah, is there anything else that you necessarily no, want to talk a, about? No, it's great discussion. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that gets us into the fifth scale. Uh, to remind listeners, this is our uh, two-pronged metric for rating movies. Uh, we do it on a 10 scale of fun and feelings. Fun being about just the entertainment value of the movie. Feelings being about the, the deeper intangible qualities maybe that the movie has. So, Mom, how would you rate this on the Fine. fun scale? I enjoyed the movie, but it's not the most fun movie I've ever seen. Although if it could just be little snow cone, you know, and the eight <laughs> reindeer, dasher, dancer, et cetera. I give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm around the same. I, I'll give it an eight, though. I, I just really, really love Anna Kendrick. Okay. You haven't she, seen her in anything else. I've seen her in lots of stuff, and she is always fun to watch. Very good. All right. What would you give it on the feeling scale? Mm, I'm going to have to give it a five. It doesn't exude a whole bunch of deep feelings for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a little better. I'm going to just go one up again. I'm going to give it a six. It's it's not a super deep movie, but I think it's a very nice movie to watch around Christmas time. And it's got just enough in there. I mean, we've had a, we've just had a little talk about it. It yes. reminds you of of some ways you can approach this holiday uh, that will be better for yourself and for others. Very so good. I'll give we, it a six. And it gets a six. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. What ages would you recommend this movie for? Any age. Yeah. It's a G rated movie. You don't see oh, yeah. a lot of G rated movies, even family films. A lot of them are PG now. Yeah, no, it's, um, it, it's any age. <laughs> yeah. Well, and okay. Was, I hmm? really like the reindeer. Yes, I think anybody they, can appreciate it. They clack their, I mean, <laughs> they come to attention. It's so funny. <laughs> and we didn't mention that, but that's really the first time that you see Noelle exude the, the Santa powers. Is She's the one that can get the reindeer to stand at attention and clack their horns together. I know, he couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. it is cute. Anyway, anything else to say? No, that was delightful. Okay. I will well, say one oh, other thing. I love you very much. I love you too. <laughs> you can find this podcast wherever you found it, which right now is only on Apple because I haven't started figuring it out how to upload to Spotify yet. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We love those five stars. Uh, subscribe to the feed. We'll be we'll be finishing this season out, then we'll take a little break, come back with season two with the better audio quality. Yes. <laughs> also, and we've never mentioned this before, you can email us at famwithfam at gmail.com. That's F-A-M with F-A-M, all one word, at gmail.com. So until okay. next time. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and a good Kwanzaa, warm winter, uh, and a Happy New Year. Good night, y'all. Good night.